I'm Jay Carr. This is The Great Cloud. Mark heard that Paul and Barnabas were returning to Jerusalem for a council with the other church leaders. When he heard the news, his face and heart burned with disgrace. How could he face them again? He agonized over the thought of seeing them. He knew he had let them down. He went to talk to Peter, who had become a mentor and dear friend. As Mark approached, Peter saw that he looked distressed and asked what was troubling him. Mark looked at the ground and took a deep breath and slowly looked up at the great apostle who was looking back at him with fondness and concern, patiently waiting for a reply. Mark felt a flood of emotions flow out of him as he confessed what had happened. I was so excited when I left Jerusalem to help Barnabas and Paul at the church in Antioch. The spread of the gospel through Jerusalem and Judea was fresh on my mind and my heart, and the news that it had gone beyond Jews and many Hellenists were even being converted to our Lord captured my imagination and piqued my curiosity and I wanted to be a part of it. And then when the Holy Spirit moved the congregation there in Antioch to send Paul and Barnabas out, I was eager to go with them, to be a part of the church growing in Cyprus like it had in Jerusalem and in Antioch. But it was not like I expected. It wasn't the explosion of belief like we had seen in Jerusalem or heard about in Antioch. Many people did indeed come to the Lord but we just kept on moving, traveling across the entire island from Salamis all the way to Paphos. And it was hard and so different. I expected Antioch to be different, and it was, but at least there was an established body of believers there. The newness and foreignness mixed with my dashed expectations and the lack of support, the opposition, the traveling, it was all too much. I wasn't prepared for it. And I began to ache for home. And when they decided to go even further, sailing to Perga, which was nearly as far as Jerusalem but in the opposite direction, I just couldn't do it. I came back home instead. I abandoned them. I didn't go through anything that they didn't also go through and they could have used my help and support, but I was weak. I'm so ashamed. When he finished, he felt relieved to have gotten it off his chest, but he was also somewhat worried about how this might change Peter's perception of him. Peter looked at Mark for a few moments, silently, with a look of contemplation, and then he said, let me tell you a story. You've probably heard about my failures, but before my shameful denials, Jesus told me about what I would do. He knew I would fail, but he left me with encouragement and a call 
that powerfully turned my shame into resolve. He told me that Satan was going to sift me, which was confusing and worrying. But then he looked at me and said, But take heart, for I have prayed for you, so that your faith might not fail. That was the encouragement, but then came the call. He said, And when you turn, strengthen the brothers. After I was tested and I failed, by the grace of our Lord and the power of his prayers, I turned back and I returned stronger and more pure like metal through fire. My shameful faithlessness led to a resolve to never let that be my story again. I came out of that trial eager to trust Christ and follow him and lead others to do the same. Jesus knew that I would be better equipped to strengthen others if I was made aware of my own weakness, so that in humility I could treat others with grace and relate to their trials and failures. Otherwise, I might have tried to lead others to Christ in my own strength rather than his. What I'm trying to say is that your failure does not have to be the end of your ministry. Perhaps in God's sovereign plan, it is the beginning of a more fruitful ministry. It may have been the very experience you needed to shape you into the servant he desires you to be and prepare you for the mission he has called you to. Satan has sifted you, but Christ has prayed for you that your faith might not fail. Now turn and strengthen the brothers. Own your failures rather than running away and move forward. But before you go, let me ask you a question. It's the question the Lord asked me when he came to me after my denials. Mark, do you love the Lord Jesus? Mark knew this story well, how Christ asked Peter this question three times, and he knew Peter's reply. Mark wiped away a tear from his eye and smiled. He looked at Peter and said, He knows everything. He knows that I love him. Peter placed his hand on his shoulder and said, Feed his sheep. Mark sat there and reflected as Peter went off to the council along with the other apostles and church leaders, including Barnabas and Paul. After the council, Mark prayed for courage and approached Barnabas. I know I let you down and abandoned you, but by God's grace, I have turned. I'd like to join you on your next missionary journey. Barnabas saw humility in Mark's face and heard sincerity in his voice. Mark was shocked as Barnabas quickly embraced him. He looked at him directly in the eyes and smiled. Mark forgot just how penetratingly kind and encouraging Barnabas' gaze could be. Then Barnabas nodded and said, 
I'll talk to Paul. <laughs>